Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery and addiction topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The views expressed here are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sorta, the podcast where we talk about life, recovery, and the struggles along the way. Thanks for tuning in. Here we go. School started back up. It's been, I guess, a month or so now. School adds a lot more work into my day, no matter what. Like, I, it didn't really change my schedule. I always kind of got up at six anyway and just like had more time to myself, got slow, all that stuff. But now I get up at six to start waking older kids up for the bus and because of the way they run the buses of you know the different schools that process goes from six when i start waking a kid up to eight thirty when i get the last kids on the bus so every day of my week is two and a half extra hours of getting mm-hmm. tending to people and nurturing people right and like just that and then on top of it the, the pressure of that it adds in in the evenings of like oh well there's school sports going on now and we got to pick people up and Home get homeworks done <laughs> and you know, stay on top of everybody. Did everybody get a shower? Are we brushing our teeth, right? Like, do we eat healthy today? And, and like, all that's extra in the evening. And, and then, like, you know, you add in, well, to be a good parent, we, we since COVID, have fucking not had eye exams. Christ, we better get back on top of that. And we're getting dental people done and regular doctor visits. And, like, it has been a lot extra on my plate. And all things that I want to do and want to show up for and nurture my family through, right? But it's really left me feeling at the end of every week, um, like basically every every Friday, I have felt so fucking worn down and looked back and and felt along the way like I'm not having the self-care time. I'm not having this time that I that I need to sit and rest and just be and like. I don't know what to do in those moments, right? And and that's a struggle I'm coming to because there's definitely this part of me that says, well, this is an easy fucking answer, bro. You choose happiness. Fuck school. Fuck shit you don't go to. It don't matter. Be happy. Feel good. This is what matters most. And then there's another part that says, yeah, man, but like if you're not nurturing some of these ways of taking care of them so that they know how to do it later, you're fucking up too. So it, it's a real big struggle, right? The idea of put your own oxygen mask on first and yet I'm finding a lot of weeks where I'm just not seeing where this life 
is allowing me with what it asks of me to have time to do the things that need to be done to nurture me and my kids to, and I just don't have the answers for it. I'm like, what do I do? Am I the parent that says fuck eye exams and my kids don't have, I mean, one of my kids needed glasses, right? Like that's being a bad parent. But then if I'm fucking too short and can't take care of myself, I'm going to end up being a bad parent too. And like, I don't know. Like I'm open the floor. I said enough. Yeah. I, so I can empathize, although I'm not there at the moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yours are a little old. So I don't know, is that sympathy or empathy? I don't know which one. But yeah, now we're at the other side of that. So that gets something we talked about in the previous episode with having like the, whatever you want to call it, like energy or ability to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when my wife and I talk about some of the issues we've had in our marriage, it's been those things like the demands of work and young kids and sports mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And by the end of the week, the grass still needs mowed and this fucking needs done. And me being a person that struggle with like anxiety and judgment and, you know, worried about what the neighbors think or what my yard looks like and all that shit, man, I was drowning in stress and anxiety yeah. over getting all this stuff done. And, um, it didn't serve me too well. Um, I used to have a sponsor that would say something similar to what you're saying. He would be like, you really need to take care of yourself first. You know, his, reasoning or or not reasoning his uh suggestions a lot of time was like well actually try to add in like another meeting in the week during those times that's time for you and i'd be like what the i can't you know you're telling me that i can't even fit fucking the one i want to go to and what do you mean go to another one and he would say things like if you just do that extra hour to two hours for yourself you'll find that all those other things run a little smoother but that's so much easier to fucking say when you're not the one that has to do it. You know, <laughs> like when you're caught up in that, like, like some days I'm just, I was just fucking tired. Like, I'm just tired. When do I just get to like sit at home for an evening? Yeah. I, I think you're talking about the, uh, the wall I run into whenever I try to tell people about this uh, <laughs> idea, right? They're like, no. <laughs> I got to keep doing the stuff. I got to get the things done. What do you mean? I got to fit in extra time for me to have rest time and blah. For me, right? I same argument, that same spinning. Like, how can I fit in more? And and how can I be more? It's already too much. That was the point. I was already asking myself for too much, and the answer wasn't to ask myself for more to get an extra meeting in. It was to take something off of my plate and say, I can't do this much. I need one less. I need to have another night where I'm me, right? Whether that's a meeting, sitting at home, whatever it might have been that you needed. And that's where I feel like I've been doing the same thing. I keep saying I want to get, you know, to use your analogy, I want to get like eight arms so I can bail more water out quicker, right? right? That's the answer. Getting more of the water out and realizing that over time, like I don't think that's the answer. The answer is not finding more time to, to take care of more of the fucking things or getting more, you know, fluid in my motions to handle vacuuming with my toes while I do the dishes with my right arm. And like, that's not the fucking answer. Right. The answer is to find a way to have less to do. Yes. I got to find less things taking up my time. I need more time sitting on my porch. The fucking weather this past few weeks, everybody's been bitching about the cold so and the cold. rain. Oh. I have loved it. I am embracing fall warm ass seat heaters in my mother's car yesterday, like hot chocolate, hot apple cider sitting on my porch in hoodies. Like 
I'm all in, man, and it has felt so amazing, right? But I don't feel that when I don't have the time. The cold becomes the thing I got to tolerate on my walk to the car or getting out of bed in the morning and not the thing that I'm appreciating. And You know what I mean? And like, it has, it's not for me getting better. I don't need to be better at anything to feel better right now. I just need to stop trying to do so much. Yeah. And one of the things that helped us tremendously at the time was, uh, we had my mom actually came and moved in with us mm. and helped a lot with yeah. our kids, you know, just yeah. asking for help, needing, yes. you know, and, and we were incredibly fortunate to have that family support, that person that could come in and help with that stuff. Not everyone has that. Right, right. We've had a lot of help from grandparents along the way, too, and theirs. And it really is. It's so useful. And like you said, going back to earlier, right, that ability to ask for help. Now I'm vulnerable. Now I need you. Now we're connected. Right. Now we all fucking feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. And then we're all taught not to need anything. You can't need anything. You got to look out for yourself. The world's big, bad, and scary. And the more we keep selling this fear idea to protect ourselves, the more we keep stopping us from being able to connect in the ways we need to, the human ways. Yeah. You're see, struggling. I can give you grace. <laughs> we were fortunate in that early on, we pulled our kids out of traditional school and they ended up going to an so alternative jealous. school. Yeah. And so that, jealous. I mean, it had its own other struggles. They didn't sure, have yeah. a school bus or anything. We had to take right, them to right. school every day and pick them up every day. And we had to make their lunches cause they didn't have public ah. lunches or whatever. So it yeah. had some pieces to it too, mm. but the trade-off was like, they didn't have to be at school at a set time. They had to be there for a six hours during the full course of a day. Mm -hmm. Or like in our case, it was I could drop them off early on my way to work and then pick them up when I was done. So sometimes they would be at school longer. They would be at school like a full day until 430 or 5 o'clock. Are any of their teachers getting uh, a little older and ready to retire? <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I might know somebody. But uh, yeah, it was... You know, really nice to have, a, and that's part of the school, you know, philosophy is like not everyone's lives fit neatly into this thing. Or like I remember, you know, early on trying to figure out, oh, it's a fucking teacher planning day on a Tuesday and Wednesday. So we're closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Like, well, fuck, my job's not closed my wife's job's not closed You're my daycare <laughs> god damn it right. well and then how do you find a daycare that only takes kids right. on the days that they're off of school right, like that right. shit's weird you know but mm. but we found that alternative school and that was a huge help um for a lot of ways but they also don't believe in like homework or any of that shit and you know then our kids did extracurricular did activities and you know we were doing extracurricular activities you know, we would try to get them in the same things together, but even that doesn't always work out. <laughs> I don't believe in homework either. <laughs> I think that is bullshit. I'm not trying to train anybody to do extra shit while they're at home. I want you to do your shit while you're at home. Yeah. Just your shit. Only. You can't do your shit in an eight-hour period of school. Right. got to send you home with more. Right. That's not how working. I want my work to work. Right. <laughs> you ain't sending me home with work. Fuck that. Right. So don't send my kids home with work. Right. Um. So look, and I, and I guess this is that piece of like, for me, it's not about how much work it takes. It's about is the work it takes producing the reward I want. 
right? Because what I feel like is public school for me takes a fuck ton of work. It's that two and a half hours every morning and then the extras in the evening. And like, what do I get out of that? Well, I get kids that get socialized like all their other peers that need to have Nike socks and iPhones or they're not okay. That yeah, doesn't fucking have that. To deal right, with, right. And so like, even... I feel like I'm doing a lot of work and getting a result I hate. <laughs> right. right. So it's like in your right. position and I, and I get it. It's still work. It's got its own challenges yeah. in different ways. But I'm like, when I lay down at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, but I am nurturing and nourishing their spirits as fucking humans, not as these, you know, automatons that just need to fucking go do whatever the goddamn bell says to do at that moment. Go to the next class, take your break, eat your lunch. Fuck that. It's not how I want to live. So it's like I, I, I don't mind the work when it's getting the outcome I want. That feels realistic. But I, I'm not. I'm putting in a shit ton of work and getting not the outcome I want. I'm getting the opposite. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I try to think now, like, a lot of the things I do, sometimes I have to just sort of, and I don't know that this is the healthy way to do it, but sometimes I have to sort of justify to myself that pushing through is in alignment with my values. Mm. Um, through school? But, well, not specifically yeah. school, but maybe some of the extracurricular activities or stuff they want to do with sports and all that stuff. It's like... You know, do I always want to go to every one of my son's baseball games? No. You know what I mean? Like, just to, to be honest, no. Some days, yeah, it's great. It's fucking Saturday morning, super early. It's beautiful out. It's 70. Got you know, yeah. Who doesn't want to go yeah. sit down and watch kids play ball? It's great, right. you know. On a Tuesday night after work, and it's fucking 50 outside, and I'm sitting there freezing to death and would rather be home. Like, fuck no. <laughs> I know my wife right now is listening to this thinking, Jason. Jason is the guy who doesn't want to sit there even on the nice day with lots of sleep. <laughs> well, some of those days I don't, you know, because I got shit I got to do. Right. But uh, I just, for me personally, just remind myself like, yeah, this is giving up a little bit of myself now for their future or well-being and at the end of you know the week the month whatever when i sit down and be like hey how do i feel about the life i'm living and the person that i am i want to be the kid that supports and shows up for my children like that gives me value it gives me worth um you know does it fit in with some of the other things that i want to like get done get accomplished like say at my house or whatever or things that you know, I want to do for my own well-being. No, um, but it's like a trade-off. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm making a trade-off for their investment. One thing with kids that I remind myself a lot is like, they didn't ask to be here. There, we brought them here. Neither and, did I. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that portion of this equation. Yeah. None um, of us did. <laughs> right. Uh, they didn't ask to be here, and you know, we, you know, brought them into the world and set them up for this situation and then i am the one giving them these choices i don't have to yeah. i can say no we don't yes. do sports no we don't yeah. and maybe that's a choice to make too yeah. but you know it's not their fault that they said yes to something that <laughs> i offered them right. and then now i'm mad about it because they decided to do it <laughs> like, right 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 you know and i gotta remind myself of that shit sometimes because i'm like ah oh, this fucking sports bullshit <laughs> no doubt i mean i i, I don't get me wrong. I got a strong bias against the time sports takes up, right? I don't have any issue with sports or, well, I kind of do. I don't like competition, but whatever. Um, 
And I, I have gotten a lot better with that piece of like the the lovely thing. Speaking about this whole idea of me not having the self care time this week, really, that we're talking about is like recognizing that over the last month of me experiencing this, nobody else in my family knows about it except that I've told my wife and shared with her that I've like struggled with the time. Yeah, because the ways I am trying to do my best to take care of myself have prevented me from taking it out on anybody else. Yeah. Right. Which is fucking great. And I can celebrate myself in that. Right. And I, I'm loving that fact that, that this is where I've grown to like, this is great. Cool. There's still more work to be done. Yes. To figure it out. But like, awesome. This is a great place to be. But like, so I've handled it well and I feel good about it. But Friday you're, t- you're talking about sports. I was at that exhausted place and it's Friday and, and my nine-year-old soccer practice is Friday at five fifteen. even though his games are Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I'm like, that fucking feels so stupid. But anyway, I'm like trying to get him together. He's not feeling it. He's worn out from his goddamn school week because that's hard on little bodies too to get yeah. up all early and they struggle to sleep at night because of their own stuff and all that. And so he's exhausted and he's not really even wanting to go and I'm trying to do the right thing, show up for the team and we get in the car and we're going down there and I get like halfway there and we fucking forgot the ball and they don't have any balls this week because the coach isn't there and I know all this and I'm like, I got some fucking jacked up truck behind me that sounds like a death machine that's going to run my little ass focus over in a second and I'm like, dude, I can't do this. And he's like, what? And I, I pulled over and I'm like, buddy, I, we forgot the ball. Like, they don't even have balls this week unless you bring your own to do the drills because the coach is on vacation. Like, mm. you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Who are we doing this for? Yeah. It's Who funny are I was we just doing this say for? something similar. And we turned around and we went home. And, and I just wish I could have realized that about 15 minutes sooner before <laughs> I left the house. But, like... Look, I don't right, bro. I don't fucking know. I don't know if it's right to teach them to show up for teams because they're committed or but like, why the fuck are we doing it if we're not happy? None yeah. of us. And so we didn't. We went home. Yeah. And like, I'm willing to give myself that at least. Thank God. You know, it felt nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting that you said, I don't know if we should be doing this to teach them commitment. And it made me think about all the people I've been encountering as of late that don't keep their commitments. And that that's really difficult to be on the other end of. It is. It is. But here's the thing. I don't teach my child commitment when I force them to do something that we're all unhappy doing. I teach them to be unhappy and do shit to make other people happy. If I want to teach them commitment to anything, especially at this point in my life with what I've learned, it's to be committed to your fucking self and your own happiness. That's what you should be committed to. This shit that they ask of us out here in the world is a lot. Fucking be committed to taking care of yourself. Fuck, yeah, and like fuck backing of out of commitments. Spiritual <laughs> principles. I mean, I, I've always been a huge commitment person, but like lately, I'm. I don't want to say pulling back on that, but like we talk about with almost every spiritual principle, like there's a fucking middle path to that commitment. Um, it's not commitment no matter what at all costs, and I'll just. To, give a different example that has nothing to do with me specifically, but we had a guy at work and he was a fucking no call, no show or like a week ago on a Monday. Just we called him, didn't answer, write the voicemail. It's been with us five or six years. So it was completely out of character, whatever. No call, no show. Ask him the next day, hey, what's going on? Eh, I don't want to talk about it. And that was it. I was like, huh. 
And uh, my gut reaction to that is, well, that's not fucking good enough. I'm the boss. You need to tell me what's going on. This is whatever. But then coincidentally, we approached that in a different way a couple days later. Kind of, I had some opportunity to talk to him, sat him aside, said, hey, man, you know, are you okay? Like what? And he's going through some personal stuff, his some issues with his wife. And he just was just couldn't fucking do it. Almost like you said, he just got up that day and he's coming into work and he looked and at the good. schedule and <laughs> yeah, he was at a negative four. Right, right. Feel good. And, and he just he couldn't fucking do it. And I could empathize like being at a place where shit's gone really bad in your relationship or your marriage. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, in my head, I'm like, well, maybe they're splitting up or talking about splitting up. And that shit's devastating. Fuck like, it's yeah. fucking it's devastating. Life. And then to expect him to be like, well, you should have made us a priority in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your fucking job is a priority. That just didn't feel right, right. in that moment. Thanks but for I'll flip that yourself. around. And I get like the job thing, but commitments to people as someone who shit hasn't been going right in their relationship and has been struggling i've had a lot of people that we have plans and they bail and okay like maybe they're not feeling good and there's levels to that right but on the flip side like i was really dependent on that social interaction because i'm not feeling good like that was something that i needed um, and it just feels like there's, I don't know if it's more the people that I'm surrounding myself with these days, it just, or if it's just something about the way our society and culture is going, but it feels like people are just more willing to say they're going to do something and, and, and check out at the last minute with very little consideration for how that impacts other people. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So this is my take on it. Not to say that this is the truth, the reality. This is what Jason has come to around some of this. Some of that is uh, the distraction of technology allows us to get the feel goods in ways that aren't natural. Like generally, in order to feel good, we had to get connection with people. That's the only thing that felt that great. Food, you know, all those things. But like we've trained ourselves to get the feel good from our phones and scrolling endlessly and and it's it's not here's the thing it's not the feel goods that takes us to the 80 it's the feel goods that takes us to 38 like just functional enough right and it doesn't actually feel that great it's the relief instead of the healing um and that's a big part of what's going on and what you're talking about and also it's just there are so many demands from this machine out here that we can't keep up with the shit that's good for our souls anymore. It's like we're constantly chasing the survival thing of making the money and we can't do what's good for our souls. And so the souls come last all the time. They could have been dying inside and needing that meeting with you that day too and feeling the pressure of, but I got to do this. I don't know, right? I don't know. The other thing I would say is I don't believe that my sense of commitment comes from fucking showing up at soccer practices or you know, right. perfect attendance. Yeah. And it may not. It yeah. Your situation sounds thought. a little different because like, I think same thing. Like I finally got into a place in my life, like with sports and my kid, like this is fucking little league baseball. It's not the goddamn, you know, end of the world. Like, so same, like he's been like, I don't know if I feel like going to practice. I'm like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Like let's, we'll dismiss a practice or I've had, there's been days he's had games. I've been like, Hey man, I, do you mind if I don't come? Like, I don't, I'm just, and I've missed some games and I feel okay about it. Like I'm just, 
I'm okay with not being it. Like, is it really going to make a difference that I was at every single possible game every time or that I missed, you know, three (laughs) in eight years? Like, here's here's the mind fuck in my brain. You, Billy, I don't think you're a committed guy as an adult because you as little Billy were forced to go to all your practices. I think you got committed to the idea of earning love from your mother. It has nothing to do with the idea of showing up. And you think the way to earn love from people is to just be committed. Right. So it's not even it wasn't the act of being forced to go to these events that did it. It right. was the feeling of her lack of ability to give you love without you being what she wanted to, you to be. Right. right. So like it's not me forcing my kid to go to soccer. That's going to make him a committed person to the people that he loves. It's me showing up and be a committed person to him because I love him. Right? right, committed to him and how he feels in that moment, not the fucking soccer team. And if he needs to be committed to going there, I'm committed to showing up for him when he needs me, and that's going to make him a person who's committed to showing up for people he loves because that's what love will be to him. You know what I mean? It's nothing about how many soccer practices he missed or games. It's about my commitment to him and his well-being. That's where the commitment is. And I would say for the people in your life, they've probably never had that modeled for one. They don't know yeah. what it's like to feel loved and cared about through commitment. And also, they probably don't have the space to give you any of it. Or do they know where you're at? Like, have you been able to say to them, like, hey, I'm really in a bad space. I really need to get with people because I'm not in a good place. Yeah. Yeah, I would say everybody kind of knows. Yeah, but we don't come yeah. back around and tell people, right? Like, if I'm hurting today and, and I was counting on Billy to go fishing with me and for whatever reason he had to bail, even if it's like his son just fucking broke his leg this morning. I, it is my duty as a human to express to you, man, that hurt. I really was depending on you today. I get it. I know you couldn't have done nothing different, but it doesn't change that it hurt. Yeah. Or even to say, hey, I, you know, I'm really in a bad space. Is there any time later or right, whatever right. we can do like, something? Yeah, it's my but I duty. don't want to guilt people. But it's not it's guilting not, people. Yeah. It's giving people the opportunity to see that you're human and, and show that they're human. And that's yeah. where we're all... We're all so scared to like be vulnerable because of the hurt that can hum- come from rejection that we don't get vulnerable and get the healing that can come when they say, oh, fuck, I didn't know. I'm sorry. You know what? I was having a rough day, but let me throw some fucking sweats on and I'll come over and we'll just we won't go to the movies. We'll hang out at your house. I can be around you. I just didn't have the energy for our plan. Yeah. Maybe, or I just you know wasn't I mean? feeling like, like being out in public right, and doing all like, that bullshit. We got to be human to let other people treat us human. And it's so fucking hard when it's scary, man. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Feels like a good ending point, though. (laughs) Y'all satisfied? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, peace out. We'll see you soon, I guess. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us. <laughs>